Welcome back to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast. Here we talk about all of our favorite things we love to fangirl over. Lately, we have been reading Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer, aka Twilight from Edward's point of view. And I gotta say, we have been loving it. Last time we read chapters eight and nine, aka Ghost and Port Angeles. Today we will be reading chapters 10 and 11, Theory and Interrogations. It is getting real, y'all. We are getting down and dirty with this vampire business, I gotta say. I'll go ahead and start off with chapter 10, Theory. <laughs> Same as Twilight. Well, it's chapter... Chapter 9. Yeah, that, this because this has... Chapter 9 was Twilight. Yeah, chapter 9, Twilight is Theory, and chapter 10. Okay. All the chapters are off between the books, which is interesting, but yeah. it makes sense because we got Edward versus Bella's perspective. Yeah. They're seeing different things. They're yeah. going through the different things. So. And Edward's got a few extra chapters because yeah. he doesn't sleep. His book is also like 200 pages longer, longer than yeah. Bella's. Okay, so Bella asked if she could ask a few more questions. And that's kind of like like where we ended off mm-hmm. on poor Angela's. He's taken her home yeah. after this whole ordeal where she almost gets killed and he saves her. And then they go out to dinner mm-hmm. and she's kind of like, so dude, what's up? Like, you've been following me? And he's like, yeah, I read minds. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I've got some theories and He's like, oh, really? Now, do you? Yeah, she's like, he is intrigued. She's like terrified. I'm gonna take this opportunity finally to pick your brain and get the what what's happening, like Mm -hmm. what's actually going on. Edward not wanting to get to the vampire stuff because he's worried of losing her. Agrees. He knows she's stalling too, though, Mm -hmm. and he can sense it, which makes him, I think, a little bit more worried. They discuss his mind reading more and how he can't read her mind. Not enough to make me happy because I feel like he should know more about his own ability. Yes. Than he does. And we've established, Stephanie, you owe us some explanations. <laughs> like, and maybe it's one of those cases where Stephanie was like, I don't want to get into this because yeah. I feel like it would go against a bunch of like, sometimes it's better not to explain as much because then you can find holes yeah. in the plots and in the character. But I feel like even if you were just like, I'm not sure about this, as far as the character saying that, it wouldn't be as bad, but he's had 90 years mm-hmm. to kind of <laughs> gauge on how things are. Like, yeah. just a bad understanding would be better than what we have. Mm-hmm. Edward drives like a maniac. Yeah, she yeah, breaks I'm out. Yeah, i that. So, obviously Bella is nervous about telling her theory and then Edward drives like a maniac. He's driving 100 miles per hour. And if it's on a highway, it's totally justifiable. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, though, I completely forgot in the last chapter to mention him, like, kissing. Put on your seatbelt. Because <laughs> I find that so funny. Yeah. He's so protective over her. She almost gets killed and he's like, Put on your seat belt. Because I'm still going to drive like a f***ing maniac. <laughs> and they bicker about it for a minute. And I literally had this almost exact same conversation with my boyfriend <laughs> a few weeks ago. Because he let me drive. Because he doesn't like driving. so And he drives like a granny. And I don't. Like, I'm a speed demon. Yes. yes I would yes, <laughs> agree with that. And so I'm like, the faster I can get there. <laughs> I drive mm-hmm. like a bat out of hell, if I'm being honest. I just, I'm like, oh, how fast am I going? I wasn't paying attention. Oops. <laughs> I'll never forget that time we were dri- driving to Caitlin's ballet recital and you were going 90 miles an hour trying to pass this dude on the okay, highway. Okay, imagine it's us. pouring down rain, though. <laughs> yeah. She thought I was going to get a ticket, though, and I didn't. 
because I'm awesome. That makes I sense. I mean, there was a cop behind us, which I thought you were going to get a ticket, but... No, he's just trying to pass me. I know what he's doing. <laughs> he knew I was trying to pass Can you guy. read minds, too? <laughs> I can pretty well predict. Um, oh, so you can see the future, huh? No, I can I can gauge people. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Hmm, interesting ability in we cars. have there. <laughs> in um, cars without seeing their face. <laughs> I know how them pigs think. <laughs> um, kidding. I was just like, well, he obviously doesn't have his speedometer on me. He's speeding too. <laughs> Kaylin has dropped her book once again. He was speeding too. So I was like, okay. And I just, I got past who I was getting past. And then I got to the right lane and he went past and it was all cool. And I was probably, I'd only had a like driver's license for like, what, a year? <laughs> Maybe less. I got my driver's license last week. And I'm not even that bad my mom i inherited it obviously my mom is like even worse than i am and i've got a paraplegic grandfather and i was saying and there might be some people out there that are the same way but i was saying how i noticed most handicapped cars like with the handicap sticker go slower unless it's my grandfather (laughs) and he drives like he's in the indy 500 But anyway, so they bicker about it, and I I totally related to this, because me and my boyfriend did nearly the exact same thing the other day. He urges her to discuss her theory, and she tells him she's more worried that he'll get mad. She tells him what happened that weekend, where she went to La Push and met up with Jacob. And Edward realizes she knows the truth. Yeah, and he also (laughs) is just like, poor Jacob. She admitted to flirting and Edward decided Jacob was couldn't be at fault because everyone has to obviously give Bella her way. Mm-hmm. You know, so he was... There's just something about her. So I kind of like that. I mean, besides him wanting to kill Mike, it would be like, he's not really a jealous person, but then he decides he wants to kill Mike and it's like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Why does he see Mike as a threat? I know. I don't understand. It's very, very funny. Is it because he's pervy? Like... (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't get it. Like, why is this 17-year-old boy really bugging you? Do you need help? something about him, but something from his past. Maybe he knew Mike's grandfather and he really, (laughs) like, Michael the First. Ugh. That Newton again. (laughs) Newton? (laughs) They moved to Forks and Mike's like, hi, I'm Mike. Mike Newton. And Edward's like, another one. They went to the same school. They were always fighting over the piano. I, love, I don't f-ing know. <laughs> I love these theories. <laughs> but there's got to be something more. I mean, yeah, he's a little pervy, but... I think from a writer's perspective, you just have to have someone there to kind of be a setback. Yeah. And, and at this point, it was Mike. Yeah, so I think uh, that was just default to it yeah, was. Yeah, we obviously know who it becomes later, so. Yeah, yeah but we couldn't, like, all, all of Twilight, you don't know that Jacob's going to be as big as a threat. Well, I, I personally don't consider him a threat at all later on in the series, mm-hmm. but a threat to Edward and Bella's relationship. Like, yeah. you don't consider him as that in Twilight. You're like, oh, this kid. But in all fairness, and I guess we should go ahead and say it, um, since I'm going to say it, but Jacob wouldn't have been a problem had Edward not run away. So it's his own damn fault. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
So that's the tea. <laughs> that's the tea. I mean, you were a coward. Mm-hmm. You ran away. And then, of course, she's going to not necessarily fall into the arms of somebody, but she's going to have to have somebody to bounce mm-hmm. back on. Some comforting presence and someone who knows. Because yeah. when the Cullens, if you have not read the Twilight series, I would suggest you do or you at least look it up. But yes, in New Moon, when the Cullens leave, Bella has this knowledge and she was brought into this world of vampires and all this supernatural business and she fell in love with one of them and they all walk away and she's literally alone in the woods and then staring out that freaking window for four months (laughs) (laughs) there's There's a possibility and then jacob knows I mean, he may not know everything at this point, but he knows and he kind of introduced her to that world. And he is like this childhood comfort to her. So that is why she is drawn to him early on, I feel. So, but I mean, if Edward wouldn't have left, then Mm -hmm. Jacob wouldn't have been an issue. And so at the end of the day... Edward, it's kind of your fault, buddy. But Edward doesn't know that yet. It's kind of his fault. It is his fault. It is his fault. At this point, Edward doesn't know this is going to happen. No, he... Alice doesn't even know. I mean, <laughs> no, Alice doesn't know. Edward doesn't know. Why does, what does Alice think when, like, obviously she's got to say a little bit of, like, Edward thinking about murdering Mike. What do you, excuse me, what do you think about that? She doesn't see it happening. She doesn't see it happening, but I think, like, there should be, like, a little sliver of something, like, just a flash of, like, because he thinks about doing it. I mean, not actively. Yeah, she's probably like, Edward, he's not worth it. Like, he, He's not a threat. Get over your ego. Think about his She likes you better than him. Think about his grandfather. <laughs> the other one. Not the one you knew. The other one. <laughs> it would hurt him. She explains further that it didn't matter which, which made Edward mad, obviously. Say a little more than mad. Wait, what? That he's a vampire. Like, yeah, she's like, oh, he's like, oh, so you figured it out. And he, she's like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. And he's like, oh, but yeah, I wrote that matter. down. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I yeah. just... Which, again, teenagers. No yeah, frontal lobe development. I think, yeah, part of this is the that mindset that, you know, a lot of people say teenagers have. The, we're, we're invincible. We can do mm-hmm. anything kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's why she doesn't fear anything. But also, it's, it's the same thing with young love. Like, yeah. you... It's called the halo effect. You will not see... Mm-hmm a person's flaws as flaws if you are into them or Mm -hmm. even slightly like them okay also like as an early adult adolescent teen whatever you want to call it you are just looking for some sort of meaning to your life and to life itself and answers to stuff you know Figuring out, like, diving into this research about, hey, I heard the colons, like, might be vampires. And kind of seeing proof of that and being like, you know what? That actually makes sense. And it's kind of interesting. So, yeah, we're just going to go with that. That's cool. Yeah. And also, I like this guy. And I think this is cool. Like, it's kind of like going after the bad boy, you know? Like, it's interesting. Let's go for it. Well, it's also that. And then it doesn't become real to her until he, like, lets go of the Mm -hmm. human facade. And he does, like, all of the, like, normal stuff, like, runs around (laughs) fast and stuff. So. Okay. So the whole vampire reveal. Oh, it's because I said that. And it should be facade. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it. I was like, can you say it, facade? No, I don't think so. But I'm not going to say anything. Because I'm not rude. I didn't say anything either. You gave me a look. It's okay. 
okay. It's okay. I can't talk. I, I explained it as we all read and we never spoke to each other. <laughs> so, like, a lot of words we mispronounce. And then, like... You know how long my, made, my mom made fun of me for pronouncing the word chasm wrong? <laughs> okay, it's in the Divergent books all the time. And so, we were baking a cake. Mm-hmm. And there was this giant, like, sliver, chasm, through it. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, look, a chasm. Because... I read. Yeah. And she said, what's a chasm? And I'm like, you know, like it's split. There's like a little space. Oh, you mean a chasm? It's called a chasm, Caitlin. Caitlin, not a chasm. Oh my gosh. It's called a chasm. I'm like, I'm 16. Why are you making fun of me, mother? (laughs) Alex makes fun of me for how I pronounce things all the time. Honestly, you could have just corrected me and said, just said the word facade and I would have been okay. Read read in Twilight, I pronounce chagrin as change grin all the time (laughs) even though there's letters that are not there (laughs) but let's just say i've read whole books before where i did not know how a character's name was spelled because i was just assuming things Mm -hmm. um zoo from the darkest minds stands for suzume but every Mm -hmm. time i read suzume i read suzanne (laughs) so i was like why is she named zoo if her name is suzanne (laughs) and then the last four pages of the book i read suzume and i was like did it say that that whole time and i flipped through this book as if alexandra bracken like made a typo and i was like I just can't read. Yeah, so this is where we're going to put our disclaimer. If we say words wrong, <laughs> just go with it. Just we, go with it. We don't, we we probably know on a good day that it's not the right way to say no, it. No, I don't. <laughs> but on a bad day or just on a regular day, we're probably just, we might just say it wrong or we might just say it a little too southern or maybe just crazily. So I have a note to make about this reveal scene. So in okay. the book, it happens in the car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Casually. You're a vampire. Whatever. I, this may or may not be an unpopular opinion, but I believe the movie reveal is so much better and more epic than the book reveal. Oh, yeah, totally. But you know what they left out of the book or out of the movie that they didn't in the book? Plant field. The garden scene. And that is the whole purpose. The meadow. That's the word I'm looking for. The meadow. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you had to have something big to replace the meadow scene. Yeah. I love a big reveal. I love a good, um, Luke, I am your father moment, even though I know that's not the quote from that movie. I am your father, whatever, whatever he actually says. But I love a good reveal that, you know, there's so much buildup. Mm-hmm. What was the reveal? I can't remember. And what? In, in the movie. They in the like, movie? Walk out into the middle of the woods. Well, he's standing in the middle of the woods and she's like, okay, I guess I'll go over there. Oh, okay. And it's the whole, how long have you been 17? A while. Say it, say it out loud, vampire. And then epic music plays. And he's like, I'm a monster. And he's tearing trees up, whatever. Yeah. I remember now. Like, Chases after him. It, there's so much buildup and there's payoff. Mm-hmm. Like but I they, said, it's like Star Wars. Luke, I'm your father. I'm going to slice off your hand now, yeah. and you're going to topple to your death. Uh-huh. Like, I need some some payoff. And in the book, it's just like, okay, cool. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> speaking from a person that loved the book and preferred the book and read the book first. Well, yeah. This part didn't really get me. But I wanted the meadow scene so bad. It was mm-hmm. my favorite scene and then it never happened. Yeah. So I would have I would have picked the meadow scene over changing this to make it more mm-hmm. climactic. Well, um, as was mentioned in earlier episodes, I did watch the movie first. Mm-hmm. So I 
knew about the biggest scene of the movie, which is the reveal scene, the how long have you been 17 scene. And I'm reading the book and I'm waiting for it. And it happens in a car. Yeah. <laughs> I was At just night. like, wait, what? And it happens like earlier than it does in the movie too. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, huh? Oh, okay. It's kind of like any other adaptation I've seen where they rearrange scenes and things happen at different points. And I'm just like, what's happening? And I just, I just always held that reveal scene from the movie with me more than the book. Yeah. Even though I know what happens in the book. Like, I'm knowledgeable of it. I could see where that would be. You would consider that better. But like I said, I would take the meadow scene anytime. Like that mm-hmm. was what I wanted to see in the movie that I, yep. that never happened. Yep. I, I could see, I think we're, I think we're on the same level, mm-hmm. but switched on yep. those points. We, we want different things, we want different which things. comes with our personalities and also what we ventured into first. Yeah. I don't know what Reaper prefers, but she told me the movie scene earlier, but she may have changed her mind. I mean, I like the movie scene. I mean, it makes sense, too, but just with the cinematic perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know which one would be my favorite. I'm not saying I've had... I, why can't you have both? Yeah. Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> I Probably because like it'd be a five-hour movie. I feel like the conversation's more interesting in the book when it comes to that revelation. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like her finding herself alone in the car with the guy having this conversation makes more sense because, like, they just had this whole venture where he saved her life and then they went out to dinner and he's just happening to drive her home and he's like, okay, you know I can read minds. What else do you know? As opposed to the movie where they wander off into the woods together and I'm like, yeah. this is a little sketchy. But cinematically, it is more epic. Yeah, I will say. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So in like half a second, he decides that she's mentally unstable and he's going to get Carlisle to lock her up with best (laughs) mental health professionals. And then I have a note. I would watch over the facility naturally and visit as often as she allowed. I'm like, Edward, hold your horses there. Calm down. (laughs) His brain works at like 5,000 miles a second. He's like, (laughs) I like how he just goes from, yeah, she's really smart too. This girl's mentally unstable. We need to get her some help. Okay, there's so often during this whole night where she knows that he is really angry or really tense and she's just like oh you're mad right now aren't you and he's like i have a temper and she's just like okay okay yeah that's fine <laughs> i'm um, like honey run run he's gonna catch you but you can go ahead and run they bicker some more because edward thinks she should have had more self-preservation he feels hopeful however because of how she how well she's taking everything mm-hmm. like, and then they discuss vampire stuff Edward says them being alone together is a mistake, and Bella is hurt but recovers. They discuss vampire stuff. Edward says them being alone together is a mistake. Bella is hurt but recovers, and they continue discussing things. Edward realizes Bella likes him too and tells her it's wrong. Bella cries. Poor Bella. I mean hormones i mean not only hormones but like i like you and you don't know that the other person likes you because (laughs) yeah i mean if they reject you initially you're like like, you shouldn't like me it's wrong of course you're gonna like cry and we're chill so everyone realizes this and he apologizes and asks her a question to distract her she asks if he'll be at school tomorrow and he says he will be 
They say their goodbyes. Edward does some... <laughs> Wait, can we skip the whole scene where <laughs> he's just like, what were you thinking? Why were you all yeah, by yourself? That was the question he asked to distract her. He's like, what were you thinking? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I was trying to remember self to, I, you know, self-defense. <laughs> I was trying to remember this thing that you're supposed to do, but I couldn't remember exactly how to do it. And he's like, um, did you think about screaming? And she's like, I was, I was getting, getting there. there. <laughs> I was getting there. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to back up a little bit. The whole like him saying this is wrong. And she's like, what did I say? Like, I'm sorry. Like, what happened? What did I say? Mm-hmm. And he's just basically like, I don't want you involved. It's not safe. I'm dangerous. Please understand that. Yeah. And the part where she starts like crying. And he's like, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I am too. I told you it doesn't matter. It's too late. Mm-hmm. And he's like, too late. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Too late. And I'm like, honey, you know what that means. You're just in denial. You know what that means. And he's like, don't say that. <laughs> and he talks a little bit about Alice's vision and Bella's a vampire. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he's trying to wish that away and be like, that's not going to happen. But... I mean, we all know at this point, yeah, it's gonna happen. But I'm like, honey, it's it's not okay. No, but he, yeah, he's, we mm-hmm. need to stop hating on ourselves so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Edward does some. Oh, they say their goodbyes, and Edward does some girly feelings and thinking about <laughs> Bella. Then went to Carlisle to discuss how to deal with Lanny. When oh, Lanny. When the situation is handled, he goes back to Bella. He goes to find an extra cover because she's asleep and cold. Edward thinks of what is about to come. Yeah, he, he definitely gets in all his feelings and uh, other thoughts. <laughs> but you know what name she says in her sleep? Edward. And he's like, oh, oh. What if she was but, like, but what if she he was says... Like, I shoved tragedy aside for a moment and let myself be happy again. So he did not grovel in her saying his name. He just let himself feel it yeah. and be happy about it. And I'm like, what if she? Oh, been- that's creepy but sweet. Yeah. <laughs> what if she'd have been like Emmett? <laughs> Emmett. <laughs> My brain went somewhere else, and I'm like, what if she's in love with like Rosalie? <laughs> What if they were a thruple? <laughs> I wasn't going there. Her, Emma, and Rosalie? Is that what we're thinking? No, that's so toxic. It wouldn't work. <laughs> that's about as toxic it, as it could get. Rosalie would just be jealous all the time. All the time. That's not where I was going either. But No, I just thought it'd be funny to say. But yeah, that's the end of what I got on the chapter. Yeah, the big reveal, chapter 10 theory. We heard about her theories. We tested some of them, some of them and learned that some of them are right. And Edward is coming into his feelings. Maybe he will stop being so broody. Um, Don't don't count on it. (laughs) No. (laughs) But at least he's letting himself feel a few things he still knows he's not good for bella and that she's probably good for him but not in the way that he wants her to be you know but we will kind of figure out his family's reaction to all of this and i mean obviously we know who's gonna react in what way yeah it's very predictable (laughs) yes as we have seen from earlier chapters of them wanting to kill bella over things and then of course we have more questions and more banter 
Lots and lots of questions. Lots, lots. Okay, chapter 11, interrogation. Yep, this is the same uh, same name as the court corresponding chapter mm-hmm. in Twilight. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the news covered Lanny's, such a weird name, capture and where he would be extradited to. Mm-hmm. There was two different states he could have been extradited to. Um, Edward asked, Riveting. Yeah, super... Edward asked Alice <laughs> to tell the others to ride with Rosalie so that he can pick up Bella. Ooh, Rosalie yeah. has all kinds of feelings about this. Mainly happy she gets to <laughs> take her fancy car. Take her fancy car. And they don't like whenever Rosalie takes her fancy car because it's really fancy and everyone looks at it, which yeah. means everyone looks at them. And they want to blend in. Yep. Edward worries about whether Bella would change her mind about him when he pulls up. When Edward sees Bella, he's thankful for her jumbo sweater. <laughs> I was like, so Bella wears an ugly sweater. Do we see what I'm wearing right now? <laughs> I love that sweater. It is gorgeous. Like, I've been admiring like a it. a nice sunset. I've been admiring it all night. Um, I love a good grandpa sweater, and so did Bella Swan. Yeah. I question some of her fashion choices, though. She does it unironically. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, no. He thinks the sweater's too big for her, so that it's unflattering on her. Yeah. And he's so, like, thank God it's unflattering. Because that, that top yeah. she was wearing last night, I didn't say it, but that top she was wearing last night, that blue and her clavicle. Yeah, then, um, the, the, and the, the, was it the, later in this chapter, the next chapter, she he, wears another sweater. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> he has a different reaction to. Yeah. He's glad about it because he doesn't have to get pervy and he's worried about breaking her. I would break her. Can we talk about dark shadows for a minute? <laughs> why can't you can. Be, why can't we be as dramatic as them? Um, why can't these vampires? I guess they could be if we. Well, Edward's pretty dramatic on his own. I would break her. I like to see you try. (laughs) He asks her if she wants to ride. I'm sorry, I'm reading this in the dark. But he's already there, so (laughs) it'd be rude to say no. (laughs) (laughs) He drives across town, and he's like, you want to hitch a ride with me? And she's like, no. No. (laughs) Um, I'm going to take my truck. (laughs) I got plans. I got snow chains on. Honestly, I would have loved if one time she had reacted to Edward like that, just once. He would he would fracture mentally. It would be like him shaking her. <laughs> they get to school and meet Jessica, who wants to know the deets on them. She wants to interrogate. Yeah. <laughs> because they were together last night, and he took her home. And I'm sure she's she's spreading rumors like a freaking wildfire right now because it's Jessica. What's her last name? Stanley? Yes. Yeah. It's Jessica Stanley, and she knows everything, and she knows Mm -hmm. everyone, clearly. So, you know everyone is getting into Uh, it. They discuss how to handle it. Edward is excited to hear how Bella feels about him. I love the whole, like, she wants to know if we're secretly dating, and she wants to know how you feel about me. And she's like, what should I say? And he's like, you can come up with that answer. Wink, wink. And I'm like, oh. How scandalous. Okay. She's like, um. Yeah, Bella's then just like, oh, crap. I got to be careful what I say. He's going to hear every single word. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also tries to think of something to give Angela because bestie. I mean, an eye for an eye. Like, yeah. He helped, or she helped him out the night before mm-hmm. by leaving and letting him go on the date with Bella. And so he can help her well, out a, a bit. date that he calls it not a real date. Yeah. But 
He said yes to them secretly dating. He wants to secretly date her. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. The way this is set up, it's like, they could be, but they couldn't be mm-hmm. to him. Like, in his mind, he's like, yeah, can you just say we're secretly dating? Because mm-hmm. he, he wants that. Mm-hmm. But to her, could it really be that way? Does he just want it to be easier that way so she doesn't have to explain the whole vampire mm-hmm. thing? I guess because I'm a girl. Like, that's where my brain goes. It's just like, yeah, we could be secretly dating, but what, are you wanting to actually do that? Or is it... <laughs> I love a good you know. fake dating trope. Yes. So, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Bella's trip class starts. Jessica asks her a bunch of questions about Edward. The main point to take away that he is upset w- with the idea that Bella thinks she's way more into him than he is her. And, and he's, he's like, why, why would she think that? Yeah. And I'm like, why would she think that? Have you seen yourself in the mm-hmm. way that you pull and away from her? Have you? He's also kind of shocked that, that through Jessica, he realizes that Bella wants him to kiss her. Yeah, that was the next point. Bella seems <laughs> disappointed they haven't kissed. And Edward's they haven't like, kissed yet. <laughs> and Edward's like, but why? She knows what I am. I'm like, yeah, but... She's okay with that. Edward meets her to walk to the cafeteria. He buys an extra lunch for her, which is super sweet for a fatty like me. He's the grandma. He wants her to eat. eat. They discuss different vampire things. Bella asks about food, and he takes a bite of pizza, apparently. They have to throw human food back up. Yummy. choke it up. What happens if they don't? I don't know. It has to just sit in their stomach. I feel like that was discussed somewhere, like, when Twilight first came out, and I don't remember what the answer to that is. You sure? Or did Stephanie Meyer just decide recently? Mm-hmm. No, I feel like this was She didn't pull ago. a JK Rowling and been like, yeah. Yeah. He used to make their poop vanish. <laughs> Not over that one. It's ridiculous. It is. Not that I expect Stephanie to figure this out because most vampire things don't really discuss it but like how do they how does it work in order for their whole digestion system i've always wondered that i've wondered the same thing like every bit i don't want every like vampire thing to be like oh yeah this is how it's done no that's one of those things where i'm okay not knowing yeah it's like time travel i'm okay not knowing my brain's gonna go different places but it's up to me not you don't tell me all the answers jk rowling don't tell me the siblings find out Bella knows. Edward notes Jessica's observing them. Reading his body language. Yep. They discuss. Ready, ready to break it down for Bella later. Oh, yeah. Okay, Bella. Here's what he's thinking. And she's like, Jessica, I was literally just talking to him. <laughs> but here's what he's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and it's totally wrong from her end. <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> Some of what she says is kind of right. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah. Saying that his body language suggests that he's into her, which is true. It's not that hard. Like, when you <laughs> lean into somebody, you're obviously interested in the conversation. Mm-hmm. You could uh, go with the whole, what was it, new girl, where you looked at where their feet were pointing. If they're pointing towards you, they're interested in you. If they're pointing away from you, they're not interested in you. Yeah. Yeah. So she, like, pointed, like, ballet toes. (laughs) (laughs) I talk about plans for Saturday. Saturday. Then about Emmett's obsession with bears. (laughs) Emmett hasn't talked about it. We haven't talked about it. For two episodes. Oh, no, it's been longer than that. Our bear rant was in episode one. <laughs> but Maybe we, we talked about it later on, but I don't remember. Our bear rant was in episode <laughs> one. I love, his, I love his obsession with bears. 
Bella asks Edward if she can see him hunt, and he says no, but doesn't say why, <laughs> and like is really mean about it. And she's well, like, I okay. like, I don't get why she doesn't understand why that's a bad idea. I feel like in any book, movie, TV show, whatever, where there is someone who is like a pr- a predator, but you know, like gets fulfilled from eating Mm -hmm. (laughs) animals of some sort i don't know where i'm going with this but like someone who has this really animalistic quality i guess Uh uh-huh and the love interest whatever is just like why can't i be there like why not why can't i be if you're a superhero and you're on a mission why can't i go with you or like you're going for a hunt why can't i be with you Mm -hmm. like because I'll eat you. Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't understand like, why. If I turn on the animal, it's on, baby, okay? <laughs> but also, um, I do remember reading um, the Night World series with L.J. Smith. L.J. Smith. Mm-hmm. I get her and someone else mixed up. In those, the love interest does go on hunts. Like, mm-hmm. I remember in Daughters of Darkness, uh, Jade takes Mark with her. I think his name's Mark, to hunt. And he, like, gets really grossed out and passes out. Yeah, it's also disgusting. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, I'm kind of more of a burger guy. (laughs) I think I remember that, yeah. There's just some intimate moments that you do not want to see your partner doing. Like, like, this also comes up in the A Discovery Witches series by Mm -hmm. Deborah Harkness. Like, it comes up in that, too, because the two main people, the woman is a witch and her significant other is a vampire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, like, that comes up because, essentially, she, there's, like, a couple of times, it's definitely in the show, I can't remember if it's in the book, where she's like, yeah, you can drink my blood. And he's like, no, that's not a good idea at all, whatsoever. That kind of stuff, I feel like, happens. And, like, um, his, like, vampiric mother like in the show like takes her on a hunt to like oh this is what he's like like this is what it's like Mm -hmm. and like she's acted like there's no i mean she knows that there's like a threat against her from that Mm -hmm. interaction but like she's not like super fearful of it and i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't get why these characters don't understand why it's such a bad idea i feel like i'm gonna stay home um i'll have dinner ready when you come back (laughs) i know you don't eat it but it's gonna look pretty we're gonna sit on the couch watch a movie i'm gonna eat some dinner you can just sit there and not want to eat me yeah if you know what i'm saying but surprisingly (laughs) apparently from what i understand the vampires could actually eat regular food in the discovery of witches series like they still hunt for blood but they also can eat I mean, well. I'm cool with that. That <laughs> makes more sense. Yeah. I feel like um, over the years, vampires could could, could sort of adapt yeah. to human necessity and ability, such as eating, be able to work it out. I just want one book, and I, I'm sure there's one out there, where like they talk about like Count St. Germain, who was like, allegedly a real vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, during the Renaissance and stuff, and not Renaissance. Um, sorry, but the French, uh, Louis the Fourteenth era, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm talking about. And like, he wouldn't eat. He would. He wouldn't eat what everybody else was eating. But he would eat like this broth stuff that they didn't know what it was. But he would bring it everywhere. Bloody broth. And like, he would talk about things like Christ, but he would talk like as if he watched Christ grow up. <laughs> And stuff, like, People are so casual about it. They're like, cool. Yeah. 
And like there was an old woman there and he was like, Oh, how are you? I haven't seen you since you were so young. Did you keep up the violin? And like nobody <laughs> and like this is a real person I am talking about. A real person in history. And everybody was just like, This is kind of weird. Was he a vampire? <laughs> Maybe. And so I just wish that there was like something out there that like had him in there and mm-hmm. kind of explained That'd be fun. his behavior. I think it would be fun. I wish like maybe it was like Carlisle's creator or something. And he's like crazy. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer would never. Stephanie Meyer would never. It's my brain going crazy. Well, you should write it. I should. Yeah, Fan go fiction for it. Coming. I don't know if you have any more, but there are a few things in this chapter that I wanted to like briefly bring up. First okay. off, the like Edward outwardly says, like, do you truly believe that you care more for me than I care for you? Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like, oh, oh. And he's like, what? You're doing it again. Doing what? Dazzling me. And I'm like, oh, it's getting steamy in the cafeteria <laughs> right now. Like, I feel like at that point, they both know that they like each other. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we're moving on now, aren't we? Yeah. Is it this scene where, like, she says something like that? And then he's also like, oh, yeah, I'm not showing reciprocal feeling, which is why she feels like that. She, mm-hmm. He has the two realizations within the, mm. these few chapters here but also i don't know how it feels for other people i feel like none of us really had romantic interest at least not reciprocated in romantic interest in high school so this is kind of an odd territory for us because i don't think we can identify with that i don't know it's weird that they're flirting in the cafeteria to me if i'm being honest like (laughs) i don't know and you know people are watching like because they're like this is different this is fun but they're Kind of okay. Own world if if you were a student at Forks High School mm-hmm. and you knew the the Cullen family and you're mm-hmm. like a bunch of weirdos, but they're really hot. Mm-hmm. They're also really rich, but they won't look at me, so I'm just gonna stare at them from afar. And this new new girl comes in, and you're like, okay, cool. I would love to be friends with her, but never mind. She's whatever. She's friends with those other people, and I don't care. And then she starts hanging out with a Cullen boy. And they're over there flirting in the cafeteria. What are you thinking? Yeah. Like at your lunch table. I'd be like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like high school me would be like, don't gross. lie. <laughs> don't lie. Because we would never have noticed them. <laughs> Probably not. We would have been singing show <laughs> tunes. You too. Yes. <laughs> and Reba would be looking on and trying to smile and not knowing what to do with herself. Because she is <laughs> thoroughly embarrassed. I'm would have glanced over there and been like that's weird (laughs) that table's usually empty (laughs) we would be the ones edward liked because we never really gave him any like hate or anything but we were just never like paying attention to anybody else (laughs) you get a good chuckle out of your thoughts every day oh my gosh so (laughs) like they're insane and i love it i just i remember getting ran into in the hallway (laughs) a couple of times and i'm like if freaking edward cullen was not paying attention and ran into me i would be on the floor <laughs> because he's a brick wall oh, yeah i would love a um, scene like that. this is also why we didn't get dates in high school edward would have enjoyed our presence because we would have at least made it we're laughing. amusing yeah we are amusing <laughs> that's why we started a podcast we're at least amusing to ourselves oh, we planned out everybody's wedding and what musical we're singing at said wedding what? <laughs> Same? Not ours, but other people's. Okay. <laughs> like whose? You have planned them out. No. Wait, you don't remember? No. We're going to do Tango. 
You planned that out. <laughs> I just there. thought it was funny. You were there. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, call me up. I thought we. I thought we. I, I don't think I also, was, that was a collaborative effort. <laughs> probably not. Also, Caitlin and I only had eyes for each other, so everybody else was just. <laughs> it sounds a lot different than what it was. I honestly don't think our friendship was that much different from other people's. Like, no, we just, really close friends. We just made it out. <laughs> really? What? <laughs> We <laughs> made our friendship <laughs> really extra. Okay, okay. To be the the peak the peak of like <laughs> concern for other people in a small town. What had to do with a rose being given on Valentine's Day? <laughs> I forgot about and that. And then us being us calling each other char- the romantic characters from Shiver because it was hilarious. <laughs> And by hilarious, I mean to us. We would write these fake love letters from the perspectives of Sam and Grace from Shiver. Also, I don't think I knew this. <laughs> oh, I, I still mom. had one for. It's probably I still have a letter from Sam. <laughs> also, Caitlin to this day in my phone, and she put it in my phone as the love of my life. <laughs> I don't remember doing yes, this. Was that. this 10 years ago? It was 10 years ago. I've never changed it. I have to explain when I get a new love interest. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I, have, I have you as the love of my life with a emoticon. And whoever else, my love for now. And I'm like, by the way, if you see a text from this person, know it's Caitlin. I'm going to send you something really I'm gonna send you something really like romantic one day. You should. I'd keep it up too. I think about you every day. <laughs> what are you doing later? <laughs> Just start writing each other poems or something. How cute. Okay. I had I had two other things that I marked in this chapter. One, I marked or I noted every time Bella talked about herself being boring or ordinary because I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Because she is. <laughs> Jessica coming out. Um yeah <laughs> and she's just like everybody like me so much i'm absolutely ordinary well except for me almost dying all the time and being so clumsy that i'm almost disabled but look at you <laughs> and he's like okay <laughs> and then um whenever they're talking about the grizzly bears and then she's she's like are you like a bear too and he's like i'm more like a lion, lion. <laughs> It was like, what a sick, masochistic lion. (laughs) Like, do we think Edward is like a lion? Is he a Gryffindor? Um, Mm. He's very proud. Reba does not agree. Uh -uh. Like a lion. Okay. Uh, I don't know about Gryffindor or any of that. He has some Gryffindor qualities. He does. Like I said, I never read the books, and I only watched Deathly Hallows Part (laughs) 1. So I don't know what other house he would fit in, though. <sighs> Bit of a claw. I don't know. Bit of a raven. I'm just agreeing to agree, because I don't know. But That's what we need to do. Twilight characters, Hogwarts houses. Yes. Uh, but anyway, with that being said, he does have some lion-like qualities, but he also... But I think it's more like the pride mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Oopsie. His ego. His ego, mm-hmm. definitely. He's fast. Yep. Fast. Like a lion. Like a lion. Like a lion after his prey. Like a lion after a lamb. Well, who is a Gryffindor then? Emmett? Yeah. You think so? <laughs> Rosalie's a Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> Alice up. is a puff. Jasper. I think he's a Slytherin. You think so? Carlisle. 
Ravenclaw? Yeah, Ravenclaw. Esme. I think she's a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. And that's all we're going to do because I don't feel like de- delving into the humans. You don't want to do Bella? Well, what would Bella be? I don't know. Reba, what would Bella be? <laughs> you asking me that. <laughs> What are you and we'll say? She's a claw. Well, not according to- Are you to a diagnosed claw? No? A, what are you? Not according to the are official- Are you a puff? Pottermore website, I'm not. I'm, I'm a Gryffindor according to Pottermore, which I- Yeah, the last time I took the Pottermore quiz, I was a Slytherin, so- <sighs> I'm a ginger, so naturally I'm a Weasley, and I'm in Gryffindor. My brother's a Slytherin, though he claims Gryffindor, and I'm like, honey, no. But if we're basing it off qualities, I think Bella's a claw. Yeah, she's an absolute nerd. Nerd. Peyton, are you a claw? Probably, if that's the qualification. Then. She has the fearlessness of a griff, though. Ooh. I'm liking this conversation. <laughs> nerd and fearlessness. I feel like... I don't know. Have qualities of all the houses. Yeah. I mean, I think technically everyone does. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just which one's more the focus at that point in your life. It's kind of like the whole like divergent thing where you are, you're supposed to as a human have all of those qualities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like most people do. So I think it's the same for the houses. Tune in next time where we talk about probably (laughs) some other random stuff. (laughs) Some other random (laughs) (laughs) okay so that was chapters 10 and 11 theory and interrogations we got some answers to some questions that being said edward has some questions for bella which are a lot less interesting (laughs) very much so no wonder bella skips these I'm pretty sure she does for the most part. She's just like, yeah, I talked about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, chapter 12, complications. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, these questions. And chapter are- 13, another complication. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these uh, questions are only uh, relevant to Edward. He, yeah. <laughs> but he is yeah. invested in, in them. In all fairness, though, that's kind of how it is when you're in love. You want to know the little things about mm-hmm. people. Yeah. I- it's cute. I did skim through some of it, but it's cute. It is cute. <laughs> I think that's it for today. So uh, thank you so much for listening to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast. Please remember to follow us, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. We will have another episode next time. Thank you.